Dude, the fat is wrapped around my body. That's what's wrapped around me. Yeah. It's fat. Uh, body shaming is a real thing. Are we body shaming on this podcast? That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. We're all. Is all it gets you listeners? Yeah. I mean, we all look like we're the epitome of fitness on this video. It's great. <laughs> Dude, look at this. I got man boobs. Fitness burrito in my mouth. A podcast about bourbon and the ones who drink it. This is Bourbon Matters. Welcome to Bourbon Matters. I'm Jake. I'm Dan. I'm Roberto PDL. Back from the dead. Oh, yeah, homie. Yeah, yeah. You were or back from D.C. Oh, man. Yeah, that was a rough week. Travel travel these days is not pretty. Um, my flight got canceled twice going to D.C. Jeez. And then delayed. And so I got in like at 2.30 in the morning. And then coming back, it was delayed four hours. So that was nice. <laughs> that was fun. Just a fun week in D.C. Did you I ask? got out right before the, the opinion. So <laughs> it, was, it was I flew back on Thursday. And on Friday, they released the, the opinion, the Supreme Court. So I made that out on time. Clutch. Do you have any flight issues on your way down to uh, Alabama? No. Everything went well? My seat was really small. <laughs> What's well, Economy. So and much. Jenna decided to change her name like right before the flight, so she wasn't sitting next to me anymore. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so My that was fun. always small. <laughs> it was only like an hour and 20 minute flight, though, so it wasn't that bad. I'm surprised it's even that. Yeah. Wow. You would think it would be like an hour. But both of them were fast. Yeah. They were under by like 15 minutes on both ways. Why? So, yeah, it was. was... Yeah, I'm surprised it's even more than an hour because Alabama's not that far. Yeah. And you can drive that in like 10 hours or something now. I think so. I think that's what they said is eight to 10. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think they said eight ish. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, unlike you guys, did not fly last week. Um, Yeah. My parents did. They left O'Hare in Chicago and flew to Cancun, but right before their flight, uh, their flight got changed to layover. In Philadelphia, on their way from Chicago to Cancun. Nice. It's yeah. On, it's on the way. Just a quick Gotta jog. love a random Philly pit stop. Yeah. Dude, that sucks, man. The, the good thing was they got upgraded to first class from the flight from Philly to Oh, really? No. So That's good. They just because they, they have status or because they... I I'm, I don't know. They do. They have a lot of United yeah, flights they, or points. They always fly there, I'm get, guessing, because... Oh, you mean got, not for the major inconvenience? I know. That's what I was going to say, because of the four-hour... I mean, Philly layover. The flight they still got down there, which I think is just airlines call a minor inconvenience at this point. <laughs> it's yeah. only a major. Well, at this point, they just call it the cost of flying. Yeah, you know? I was like, all right, whatever. Your flight got canceled twice. That's what they told us. The ladies like, sorry, that's just how it goes. We're short staffed, and there is issues. So it's like you know, I used to, they used to apologize like, oh, I'm so sorry. We'll give you a voucher. Yeah, no, Dude, these days, anymore. like, no. Like I got into freaking Reagan at two forty-five in the morning. And there were like three cabs. I always take a cab because Uber is ridiculous. They try to get yeah. it over there. And um, the guy shows up, and I get in the cab, and he's like, "Like you're the last flight into Reagan today." I'm like, "How do you know?" He's like, "Oh, they told us that they're holding a few cabs because of the last <laughs> flight that was my flight." Uh, so thankfully, I got a cab. Otherwise, I would have. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what you do at that point. Yeah. It's like, geez. I learned that cabs are still a thing. Yeah, so cabs and, and Reggae National apparently are the thing. Like Uber, people don't Uber. They just go and grab a cab. Yeah. Well, it's 
almost every airport is set up to make getting a taxi exactly. way easier than an Uber. Oh, yeah. On purpose. Yeah, like you would pull an Uber, Uber and like, it. oh, one hour wait or something. I mean, there were Ubers, of course. It, They'll come get yeah. you. But. It's not the wait. It's the what, like, they put the Uber pickup on the farthest away from baggage claim they can possibly put. Oh, yeah. And just make it. It's like at O'Hare. Yeah. Like, you got to walk upstairs and then two terminals over. And then it's like, yeah. oh, shit. But anyway, that's good. I, I wish uh, I would have traveled with whiskey, but I didn't. I did not drink on the plane. Yeah. That would have been nice, though. Yeah. Huh. I usually just like to get loaded up before I get on the plane. <laughs> yeah, dude. I saw, a, <laughs> I saw a guy triple fisting by the time we got the second cancellation. <laughs> triple fisting IPA at O'Hare. I put a picture on, on Facebook stories. And the guy, <laughs> he, was, he was on my flight. We, they got us out of the plane. He went to the bar, got three IPAs, and I have a picture of him just standing there holding three IPAs. <laughs> and he was drinking out of one while holding the other two. <laughs> the the drunkest I've ever been on a flight was actually down to San Antonio. Oh, that makes we're, a lot of sense. We were taking a family vacation down there. My parents flew out early, and then me and my sister's family were meeting. My parents booked all the flights, um, and I think for the flights and everything, they booked us actually out of Midway. We had to go down there Jeez. for our flights. Um, but it was one of those, it was like a six or seven o'clock flight. And I work in the northern or worked in the northern suburbs and I had to get down there and it was going to be during five o'clock, which oh, is going to be man. the worst time to get from the Good north suburbs. Luck. So I think I had booked a, an Uber at like two thirty or something. I'm like, you know, I'm just going to get down there early because yeah. nothing I could hate more than just being stuck in a, taxi yeah. or an uber during rush hour yeah so i think i got down there at like 3 30 or something or maybe just before four my sister and them weren't going to get until six and it was like a 7 30 flight i just remember like i got my my bar tab when my sister and them showed up and i'm like oh i should have stopped a long <laughs> time ago <laughs> A hundred and fifty-five. Oh, it was it was close to two hundred bucks. Oh, I think because I had some food too, and I'm like, geez, I have it. And I, the bar was right by the terminal. So. <laughs> but you know, sometimes sometimes you just got to live large, right? Yeah, oh, you yeah. got to go out. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of living large, oh, good this transition. is our Fourth uh, of July episode, America. Uh, so we're doing a couple uh, American-themed whiskeys. I even dressed for the occasion. Yeah, so did I. I'm wearing my uh, Ron Swanson button nice. down. I apparently wasn't in that text thread. No. Yeah. I, uh, I, I just this is actually the the one that was next to my bed before, right before this. So I'm like, oh, shoot, this is nice. <laughs> anyway. And and we say American theme bourbon. It's just here because it has the stars and stripes on the on the bottom. Yeah, pretty much. And if you don't like the stars and stripes, get out of the damn country. They're both American whiskeys. Yeah. Well. Yeah, pretty bottles. Almost too. everything we've done has been an American whiskey. True, except for the Irish episode. The Irish episode was good. Yeah, so these are this is uh, resilient. We're gonna try the bottled and bond, which is their standard offering, and the sixteen year special release. I'm excited. I haven't tried those. Yeah, it's my first time. Um, before we get into that, though, uh, while Dan or Roberto pours us, well, let's uh, be honest, it's not gonna be Roberto. Nope, I'm the talent, dude. <laughs> Like I'm going to get into... Now, uh, now people can actually see that I'm the talent. I'm going to get into a quick history of American whiskey. Nice. Um, so there are 
different types of American whiskey. There's bourbon, obviously, which is the big one. Uh, rye, rye malt, wheat, Tennessee, and corn whiskey. Um, so bourbon and Tennessee whiskeys are strictly American and cannot be produced anywhere else in the world. Um, Tennessee is actually a, qualifies as bourbon, um, but they charcoal filter it. And to be a Tennessee whiskey, you have to charcoal filter it. Yep. Um, so back in the early colonial days of America, uh, sugar cane and from sugar cane rum was the main distilled uh, spirit in, I think, all of North America. Um, however, the northern U.S. climate was ideal for rye, which is a very hardy grain. Um brought over i think primarily by german uh colonial immigrants um i think rye is typically grown in germany yeah northern europe i think that's why the climate for like new york and new england is so good for rye because it's right at the same climate yeah um so distillation of rye mashes quickly gained traction uh, the newly established U.S. government was looking to make revenue, so they began taxing whiskey production in 1791. Government does it again. <laughs> Just Big screws government. everything up. Always. <laughs> yeah. Big government. So this sparked the Whiskey Rebellion which was led by angry farmers and distillers who were like, hey, didn't we just fight a war about yeah. taxation without representation? Uh, to which the federal government said uh, no <laughs> <laughs> and quickly crushed that. Uh, so by 1794, that was the rebellion was over, um, and they made the argument that uh, we can tax you because you do have representation in Congress. So that established that precedent of taxing things. Only if you're rich, though. Do you have a voice in Congress? Well, yeah. I mean, what do you make out of that crazy 32, 26-year-old that was there that got kicked out finally? What was his name? I don't know. The Republican guy, the kid. He was like 26. I don't know. He was not rich or anything. He just happened to be popular. I don't know. I don't know if you need to have money to be in Congress. You don't need to. In this state. Well, I mean, it's I'm getting flashbacks of Jack Nicholson in... uh, in the departed in this in country, this country <laughs> in this state you don't have inches to your dick <laughs> in this state you need money to be in politics yeah that's true well this is the state of politics yes did yeah. you know that illinois has more local governments than any state in the country more units of government units of government yes. than any other state than any other state yeah did i say country yeah i said country did any other state but probably country too <laughs> <laughs> yeah so by the 1800s, uh, whiskey quality had become extremely suspect. Um, this prompted the federal government to establish industry quality standards, which is known as the Bottled and Bond Act in 1897. Um, we've gone over these requirements in previous episodes, so I'll just be quick. Uh, bottled and bond requires that it be aged four years minimum. Bottled at 100 proof and has to be a straight whiskey, which means you can't add anything to the whiskey. Mm -hmm. No colorings, no flavors, no sugar, no BS. Uh, In 1920, the 18th Amendment was ratified, ending liquor sales and kicking off prohibition. However, six medicinal licenses were granted in uh, incredibly corrupt fashion. (laughs) Probably in Illinois. (laughs) Uh, number one, 
was Brown Foreman. Number two is Frankfurt Distilleries. Number three was Stitzel Distillery. Number four is American Medicinal Spirits Company, which sounds oddly on point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, number five was Shenley Industries, and number six was James Thompson and Brother. Uh, the 18th Amendment was repealed in 1933, sparking the resurgence of American whiskey production. Uh, and as we've talked about before, beginning about the 1960s, whiskey started to decline in popularity, um, and it wouldn't pick back up until like the late 2000s, um, bringing us back up to today. Um, and since I was there over the weekend, uh, Jack Daniels is the oldest whiskey brand in America, founded in 1875, which puts it at 147 years old. Mm -hmm. Um, It's been run by Jack and his descendants until 1956 when it was sold to Brown Foreman. Uh, It's like the current land that it sits on was purchased by Jack in 1884. So that distillery ground is basically where it's existed almost its entire existence. Um, and Jack Daniels was actually the first federally registered distillery in the United States. Hmm. So I think it's a safe thing to say that it's the oldest continually operated. Well, they did actually shut down during prohibition, um, at least officially. Um, so they're, they're not the oldest, well, they're the oldest existing brand of whiskey in America. Cause, I mean, like when we talked about like 1776, it's they were shut down for quite a while, right? Um, but they could be the oldest if they never shut down. Yeah, right. Jack was able to keep it going except through. Prohibition. Oh, Jack! Yeah, he's a good guy. Jack was good. I like yeah. Jack Daniels. Yeah, Jack is good. We talked about this. You know? Yeah, we talked Jack's about good. the bonded. I I just never liked the original. I never liked old number seven. I don't mind much, it, but bonded was pretty delicious. Yeah. So, uh, Dan, you want to teach us about? The whiskey we're drinking today? Yeah, the first one we're going to do is Resilient Bottled and Bond. You don't uh, even have your laptop. I know. I don't have this, my, you memorized all this shit? No, I don't have my laptop anymore. What do you mean? It's I couldn't take it to the underpass at 294. <laughs> are you, the blue tarp that I, yeah, that I sent it's you? It's been it's quite cozy. Out. It's good? Okay. I, the one thing I want to know is why there's a, a circular hole about four inches oh. in diameter. <laughs> On the one wall, like I mean, you're homeless. Yeah, do what you gotta do. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta pass the time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Resilient is a uh, product from BC Merchants, and their big thing is they pick their barrels out. So when we get into the 16 year, uh, they have a bunch of different 14, 15, 16, 17 year out there. Each one is a different barrel. One of their biggest things is they go through and and they're very selective and they get their specific barrels that they want. Um, the Bottled and Bond is actually uh, distilled in Indiana. It's an MGP distillation. I think they do it um, like eight barrels and blend the eight barrels together. Right. Which is a pretty small yeah. blended yeah, batch. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's distilled there. They bottle it in Kentucky. Um in Stanford, yeah, um, it's a, it's a bottle and bond. We know the age is four years. Uh, we know it's a hundred proof. the The mash bill on this is sixty percent corn, thirty six percent rye, and four percent barley. 
which is malted barley, right? Just says barley. Oh, okay, got it. I'm confusing it with the 16. The 16th yeah. malted barley. Uh, but again, this this one comes from Indiana. Now, when we switch over to the other ones, they can come from MGP in Indiana or Tennessee, which I, it's basically everyone saying it's Dickel. Um, but they the those can be a mix of either one. But that's I mean this that's this one. Um, pretty light in color. We'll be able to uh, I mean just from when we put the bottles down, the 17 year or 16 year has a lot darker color to it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but just your standard. Bottled in bond, uh, MGP whiskey. Yeah, I, you know it's a. I like the bottle. I've always liked bottles that that are tall and skinny like this one. Maybe yeah. because I always wanted to be tall and skinny, and <laughs> people can actually see me on YouTube now. I am not tall or skinny. Um, <laughs> but it, you know, I'm trying to hide my my fat around that. You know, what did you say? Wraps around you or something? Yeah, the the, um, the stripes help. This tribes actually don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, no, I do like the the bottles. That are, I mean, there there's something about a tall and skinny bottle like this that I really like. Like the Taylors, the E.H. Taylors, yeah, are like this, and I like those too. Um, Eagle like, Rare, Eagle Rare, yeah. actually, yep. that may be the same bottle as Eagle Rare. Now that you mention it, um, the color is light. It's a light color. It's a you know, it's. What is the age on this? It doesn't say, right? Four years is always. at least four years. It's at least because the bottle and bond, um, it just doesn't have a lot of color. You know, you can tell that even four years, which is a decent amount of time, maybe wasn't enough to get the color from the wood. Uh, but this is, I mean, I, I'm enjoying that. I started sipping the whiskey, uh, as you can tell in video, probably even before we started. <laughs> um, it's it's a, you know it was a little harsh on the nose to me. Like I, I could tell. What's the proof again? A hundred, because it's bottling yeah. bond. You're getting it. You're figuring it out. Man, I'm telling you, two weeks without doing this, and I'm <laughs> I'm out of practice. <laughs> I also haven't slept in like three weeks, so this is, this is delirium. Um, so it was a little harsh on the nose. You know, fifty percent alcohol. You can smell the alcohol a little. Fifty, a hundred should be, in my opinion, ninety to a hundred should be smooth on the nose. And this one to me was a little harsh, but maybe that's just me. So it's a little bit, yeah. yeah. Um, at first taste, it was I could tell it was a little bitter at the first taste. The second one was a little more flavorful, and again, that's just because um, you know, the mouth is waking up when you take the first one. It was it was truly my first taste today, so um, it wasn't it wasn't a lot of flavor. I didn't really taste a lot of complexity, but now I'm starting to on the second and third sips, I'm starting to get some vanilla for sure. I'm starting to get some some nice uh, caramel notes, and uh, it's not very spicy for that much rye. Right for a thirty six percent rye, exactly. That struck me as interesting that it's thirty six percent rye, and I don't I don't really taste any spice. Yeah, it it has a nice balance. Um, yeah, you definitely get a corn taste, um, but it's not like uh, it's not like a white whiskey corn taste. You know, it's a little mellowed yes. out and and smooth. Um, which is nice. I and agree I, with that. On the nose, I'm getting like dried fruit or something, like dried cherries or or like uh, like dried cranberries or something like that. That's a good one. I can, yeah, it's definitely fruity. Not a lot, not like not cheesy yeah, it's, fruity. It's very subtle. Yeah, it's subtle. Uh, like me, I'm fruity and subtle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. 
I think uh, you do. <laughs> sometimes when I'm delirious, I just say I just say stupid <laughs> shit. Um, oh, just when you're delirious, you say stupid <laughs> shit. <laughs> and on the Fourth of July, <laughs> that's because there's a lot of drinking involved. Um, so, you know, again, I was talking about the first sip. It was a little harsh to me. It was a little bitter. I'm on my fourth or fifth sip, and it's I'm starting to get a really nice balance out of this whiskey. Yeah. Uh, again, the corn. You made a good point about the corn. It's definitely there, and obviously because it's sixty percent, it's um, it, it, it's highlighted. I'm I'm still surprised that I don't taste a lot of spice, and there's no aftertaste of spice. Yeah, that's that's shocking to me. And I mean, <laughs> Jake, we were talking about this before yesterday. Jake and I were at a blind tasting at a liquor store, and we were both dead set on one of these whiskeys being a rye. Yeah, like, like my guess on it was bullet rye. Yeah. What was it? Eagle Rare. Oh, interesting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Interesting. And and this, like, I thought that at the time, uh, we we all thought, our whole table thought it was a rye. Yeah. Uh, but I would expect, knowing that this has 36% rye in it, I am shocked at how little rye I actually get out of this. Yeah. yeah I it It's hitting me a little bit in, like, the mid-mouth, but it's not lingering for very long it's like it yeah it shows up and then it's gone right away um, yeah that's a, that's a good observation because now I, I mean i can definitely feel it in the middle of the tongue i can yeah feel some of it's it. not that like really harsh black pepper mm-hmm. kind of thing it's mm-hmm. more of like uh i don't really know how to i don't know how to like describe it's like, like a much a, more mellowed very like mellow. peppery kind of very mellow. Um, it, it's I get a little bit of hot tamales <laughs> taste. I don't know if you have had a hot tamale, before. like a cinnamon kind like of like a cinnamon thing? hot yeah. tamale. I'm getting that. I'm getting like a cinnamon um, jelly bean flavor, and I think that's what you're describing. That's what made me think of it, which is like a little, a little hot, a little spice. Yeah, yeah. But it doesn't linger. Right. You know the rye. Why I like the reason why I really like the high rye is because. It lingers, but it's a well-balanced spice, like peppers, like peppercorn. It's almost like a poblano. Like, heat. oh, that's a really good way to say it. Uh, and like it's, it's it's there, but it's not really yeah. like very pronounced. And it's flavorful. And, yeah. And this one, you know, again, the it, I like that it's subtle. I, I wish it was more because I like the I like high rye. Uh, but it's, I mean, I'm enjoying it. I think the complexity is. It's decent, you know. Anytime yeah. you get a bottling bond, just because it's got to be at least four years, it's it's gonna get some good balance. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Indiana whiskey, but you know, it's it's good. I don't think it's bad. I like this. Yeah, I'm not gonna rate it. I'm not gonna say. Yeah, but um, it's it's not bad. Now, let's. I want to take this a little bit different thing. So we talked a lot about this is a bottle and bond. This is about a seventy dollar bottle and bond. Yeah, this one is. Yeah. 50. Oh, I didn't. It's I thought like, I paid like forty bucks for it. Yeah, but I looked. Yeah, yeah. I'm Inflation. surprised Jake yeah. actually keeps track of how much he pays for these bottles. He just goes to Benny and is like, "All right, give me twenty. Well, I and you check the receipt or something. Well, no, because <laughs> I've I've been eyeing this one for a long time. The okay. the sixteen year, yeah. and you know it's like a hundred and twenty to hundred and fifty yeah. somewhere in there. Um, this one but, is the sixteen. Yeah, okay. but that one, the reason I bought the. The bottled and bond was because it was like dirt cheap. Yeah, it was like I want to say it was around forty bucks when I bought it. I thought it was a decent amount higher than that from what I was seeing. 
Well, and now that you mention it, I mean, I mean, I, I think if it's like thirty-five, forty, whatever you, you whatever you may have paid for it, I think it's the right price. Um, yeah. I think seventy would be high for this, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. You know, I I don't know if I would pay seventy for this, but thirty-five or forty, what you were saying, I think that's that's right on. I mean, this is this is a good. If it's a forty-dollar bottle, this is a good forty-dollar bottle. I think right. that's good. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, the bottle right behind it on on the uh, table over here is the Jack Bonded, and that's right at the thirty-five forty-dollar mark. Yeah, I think we talked. Yeah. We've done that one. That's been that's a. I think that's a really good VIB. Uh, is it better than Taylor bottled and bond? Definitely not. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. Well, no. No. Taylor bottled and bond. No. 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 Yeah. No. Oh, online, yes. it's showing between like fifty and uh, forty-nine. Yeah. I think retail is forty. So maybe it's yeah around fifty. Which that's you know I think that's right. It's not terrible. Yeah. Um, I think that's right. It's not an entry level bottle. Yeah. You know if you're if you're an entry level guy to whiskey. There's we've talked about this. There's better whiskeys to go into, like Elijahs and uh, Bullets and others. Yeah, this is more like okay, I've tried those. Now I'm gonna move up a level, and this is it's a good bottle. Yeah, it's just uh, interesting, I guess. Mm-hmm. It it's good. It doesn't. There's like nothing that like right that um. Nah, I'm not gonna get up after this and run to, to yeah. the liquor store and grab one. I'm not saying I won't ever get one. Um. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm, it, I'm yeah, not excited. Like sometimes, you've had a long ass day at work. Not Dan because he doesn't work. He he's on he's unemployed under the underpass. Mm-hmm. Which one did you pick, by the way? Two ninety four Milwaukee. I that was my spot. I took your spot again. Wow. Bubba says hello. By yeah, the way, yeah, he's a good guy, man. He had good whiskeys too. I don't know what the heck it was in that bottle, but he called it whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> he swings by a lot, um, and I'm not sure if it's that hole or what. Uh, but he told me to tell you hi. He stuck his head through there. Oh yeah, he's a man, dude. Wow, his his hole, face, not his other one. The hole got that big. <laughs> wow, that's a lot of usage. Um, uh, but yeah. So anyway, so sometimes you know you have a long ass day at work, uh, like today. And you're just excited to go, like, one of your go-to whiskeys, like, I'm going to open this. You know, I mean, I'm going to pour some E.H. Taylor Rye because that's some really excited. You know, this wouldn't be that bottle, but at the same time, I would not be afraid to have my family or friends over and say, let's let's break out this bottle Yeah, while we hang out. Uh, it's a good hangout bottle. To your point, it's nothing crazy to write home about, but at the same time, it's drinkable. Yeah. It's good. I think if it was like around thirty, thirty-five, it would be a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think fifty, fifty-five is should give you a little bit of pause. Um, yep. It's, again, it's not bad. I just don't know if it's worth that yeah, much. Yeah. And I guess like let let's be real too. Like bottled and bonds, they're good, but they're just solid whiskeys, mm-hmm. right? I mean. What name a bottle and bond that sticks out and is like it's it's the I mean they're all really similar mash bills they're all same proof they're all aged roughly the same yeah I mean you have your ones you like better than other ones but a bottle and bond is just a good solid whiskey but it's usually nothing ever crazy because it doesn't have a lot of some of them don't have I mean it's just a four year age and that might be it yeah yeah and that's yeah. I mean that's kind of the point of bottled and bond is that you know you're getting 
a certain standard of quality. Yeah. And, you know, some exceed that, like Heaven Hill with the seven year bottled oh, and bond. Um, bottle. I'm sure there's others that are over four years, but yeah. if you're getting a four year bottled and bond, um, you know that it's at least going to be pretty drinkable. Yeah. And that you're going to get some like classic bourbon flavors out of it. Agreed. And that that's what you can expect. Is the, yeah. the McKenna 10 is a bottle and bond, isn't it? I think so. Right? For a 10 year? I. Is it not over there? Sure. Uh, 100 proof. It is? Might it's 100 a... proof. I think it's got to so be. So then a... it's got to be by. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because then it's a 10. Right. And if it's four years. Yeah, I'm pretty in, sure it is. Yeah, so it's got to be. McKenna 10 is just one of those that if you find it, it's not that crazy expensive. Like Sam had it this weekend. Yeah, it's usually 70 or 80, somewhere in there. 75. Yeah. That yeah. is worth every penny. And that is worth every penny. We didn't give Sam a shout out, actually. We went see him on Saturday. Shout out, Sam. Sam. Oh, yeah. Uh, me and Roberto went to see him, and Jake walked home with the most whiskey. <laughs> it was only two. <laughs> yeah, Barstown um, collaboration. Rum finish. Rum finish. Yeah. I mean, it's supposed to be amazing. I've heard great things about that. Yeah, I'm excited to try it. Uh, and um, I got the founders, uh, the Barstown founders, because I don't have one. You guys have a bottle. I yeah. The Founders is really good too. Yeah, I'm excited to open it because maybe I've tried it, maybe I'm not. Oh, what is what other? What else did you get there? The big one. Um, which one? The one in the wood box. Oh, I got Blood Oath. He was reserving. Oh, you did it. You got it. Yeah, nice. he was reserving the Blood Oath for me. Did you pop it yet? Not yet. No, because I gotta finish my. I want to finish my 2019 first. Oh, okay. Because I got 2019. Which 20... one is that? That's the blue one. That's the blue. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this one I got. Sam got me the 2022. And I also have the 2021 that I got at Sam's last year. Mm. So, yeah. And uh, ov- obviously, Jay got a Blantis. Yeah. Uh, obviously, because yeah. <laughs> one of us always walks out with a Blantis. <laughs> um, what else? What else did we get? I got I, that Mexican whiskey that I'm really excited to try. Oh, you, got, you got one of the Adictivo. Oh, I, you did? I don't have. I mean, I've never heard of it. It's good. Is it? Yeah. Like, I mean, it's different because yeah. it's, it's finished in tequila barrels. Yeah. But it's it's good. Like I I enjoy it. I'm I'm excited to try it. I mean I I don't expect a lot. Don't get me wrong. I'm Mexican. Uh, I'm Wait, gonna... <laughs> what? I don't expect a lot from Mexican whiskeys. Yeah, but uh, I'm excited to try it. Yeah, I mean it, it's uh, like as a standalone whiskey, it's not like anything to mm-hmm. write home about. But the tequila finish adds a really interesting flavor okay. to it. Um. That makes know. it like worth yeah. what you know. It was like fifty bucks or yeah, something. Yeah, I think like he's sixty, sixty-five. Yeah. I think is what he was selling it for. Yeah. I mean, it's it's interesting enough that it's yeah. worth getting. It's, if you like tequila, I'm sure yeah. you would really enjoy it. Okay, nice. My dad's here for July Fourth weekend, so maybe I'll open it with him. That'd be nice, and then have wings at Dan's house. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, so yeah, we I I I stayed cheap. Because I only walked out with a bottle of Jack Bonded. Yeah, you did. Mm. Um, but I paid. <laughs> I'm the one that dropped fourteen hundred dollars. But I paid for the pours, and we did not go with cheap pours. Oh uh, yeah. And we did yeah, do yeah. a unicorn bottle that we have both never tried before. All fours, sir. Happy birthday! Happy oh, you birthday. did. Nice. Have you tried it? No. Oh my god, it's Good. worth every ounce. I, I saw it up there, and I'm like, 
Mm. I've seen it a few times and yeah. thought about it, and I just haven't yet. Yeah, it's I did worth every ounce. I, I stayed pretty good on buying things because uh, last time I was there, I picked up a Weller antique from him. Yeah, the one hundred and seven. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. Nice. It was good. It was a good visit. Thanks, yeah. Sam. As always. Yeah, Sam, your shout out. But yeah, old Forrester birthday. I can definitely see why it's worth the hype. Yeah. I don't. If it if it's going for absolute insane amounts of dollars, I don't think I'd buy it for yeah. an insane amount. It's a dollars, and I I'm trying to get out of that stage of. I don't know what is for, the like retail on that. Um, I think it's probably like a 120 or 140 bottle, and it's going for over a grand everywhere. Yeah, it the uh, yeah, yeah aftermarket's crazy on it. I think retail is about 120, 125. Yeah, I mean if you go shopping online, it's it's a thousand dollars. It's just ridiculous. I would never buy that for a thousand. I would never buy anything for a thousand. Well, well, <laughs> my blue tarp was a thousand. <laughs> Not how uh, much you've made off of your blue tarp. Oh, then it was twenty five dollars at Walmart. Um. Anyway, so what's next? So then now we'll do a sixteen year. Um, these are all single barrels, and they're all barrel number is on the bottle. Uh, this is out of Tennessee. And uh, if you want to start pouring, oh, you're finishing? Are you yep. No, I, I, I'm rinsing my glass, as you yeah. can tell on YouTube. I like this YouTube thing, because I forget, and I'm, like, picking my nose and shit. So like, oh, shit, I'm sorry. Yeah, I just, the thing I don't like about YouTube is I now have to wear pants when we do this. Mm-hmm. Which, why? You look good. Legs look good. <laughs> oh, they, they're, it's hilarious, because I've been kayaking, and now I have a kayaker's tan. So you can kind oh. of see... The slash marks from where my leg is at in the kayak. Yeah. <laughs> just your knees are tan. Yeah, oh, that was just because the blue tarp didn't cover you fully. <laughs> uh, so all of the, almost all of their older age ones have been Tennessee. Uh, some can come out of Indiana, but this is a Tennessee. They just say Tennessee whiskey on there now. It's basically general consensus that this is. A little bit more there, Buttercup. <laughs> Thank no you. Yeah, uh, give me some more. I don't got to work tomorrow, so. <laughs> I, I don't have a microphone in front of me, so you guys talk. Um, <laughs> this is, so it's a 16-year, more than likely, almost 100% positive it's going to be a dickle. Uh, I'll have to, once Roberto's done with the bottle, since it's, Jake sent me a picture of it, but I didn't take it, my notes on it. The mash bill on this, very similar to a Dickel mash bill. It's 84% corn, 8% rye, 8% barley. Um, barrel 200, bottle 107. They're all labeled on here. This is a 106.26 proof. Um, the barrel was filled January 2005, and it was bottled on December 2021. Uh, again, they do all their bottling in, in Kentucky. Uh, for resilient at the BC Merchants Place, um, but you can definitely tell right off the bat when you're sitting these things side by side, which I'll do for the fine viewer. Maybe is who knows if we have multiples on YouTube. <laughs> uh, <laughs> viewer singular. <laughs> you can, I mean, even you can one. see quite a bit of different color. Yeah, the, the 16 year has that Coca Cola look to it in the bottle for sure. Yeah, um, it's uh. Yeah, it's it's a noticeably dark whiskey. It has a very like double oak kind of color to it. Um yeah. I wouldn't say it's as dark as like the uh um 
Balmaria from Garrison Brothers. No, yeah. Oh, that one's dark. I mean, it's pretty close. But it, it is a but, very, very dark. Yeah, this is really dark. You know, I, I'm, I'm trying to compare. I don't know who's darker, me or the whiskey. <laughs> but maybe the whiskey one. The whiskey's less olive. The whiskey's less. Yes, I like that. I am olive. <laughs> uh, I'm Mediterranean. So, <laughs> I, you know, that's one thing that's striking is if you're watching on YouTube, you can see the two bottles in front of us. And one is like three or four uh shades darker than yeah. than the american i'm sorry the bib and that's normally a good sign that it's been nicely aged i mean obviously 16 year um damn near legal so it's it's, <laughs> <laughs> isn't there isn't there a nick you okay over there jake isn't there that's, a uh, i think this is the oldest whiskey we've had on the show right that's what dan said too. no elijah 18 is a full oh, legal right. bottle that's what dan yeah. said at some point that's the oldest I've had. Yeah, Elijah 18 is the oldest. Elijah 18. Uh, we haven't had a 21 whiskey, I don't think. No. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the color is great. It is, it is to your point, it's like Mexican Coke. Coca-Cola. Not, <laughs> not actual Coke. That one is white as hell. Which one do you prefer? <laughs> I've never tried the white one, so I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I love the amber. My My headphones don't work, so... <laughs> they stopped working somehow when I got up. Maybe I pulled a cord. But on that <laughs> note, uh, I pull a cord often in life. Jeez. And I don't know what that means. Um, I think you do. <laughs> <laughs> you say stupid shit all the time. <laughs> and, you know, again, that's a that's normally a good sign that this is, this is going to be a good, balanced, complex. Maybe not balanced. You can find some darker ones that are not well balanced, but complex for sure. Yeah. I haven't tried it. I don't know if you guys did. Now, oh, yeah, I'm smelling it. I'm smelling it. Too. I I am smelling a lot of the char. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm getting the uh, whatever wine it was finished in. Was it port? Because it smells almost like a port. Yeah, but you're right. The wine, the wine uh, smell is in is in there somewhere. I don't. I don't I'm not getting that. But I don't have a. Good I'm nose. getting a little bit of wine, like a cabernet. This one doesn't say that it's, it's finished like in anything. So this might not be finished in anything. I, well, I don't think they usually are. Yeah. Um, the the seventeen years are okay. Um, because I think they take the sixteen and they finish it for a year and for a, another year a wine yeah. cask. Um, this one may not have been aged in anything. Interesting. Or it, you know, finished yeah. in anything. They have on their opt to pull it up now. They know the barrel number. They have all the different barrels on their website listed. Um, so I'll be able to pull that up. But I, I smell a lot of char on the oak on this. I can definitely smell the char. I can smell the oak. The oak is shining through really nicely. I haven't yeah. tasted it. I, I've, been, I've been smelling it. The, the taste is pretty good. And the complexity of the smell is really good. Yeah, the smell is very, is, is very, uh, very complex. It's sweet. It's oaky. It's mm -hmm. caramel. It's vanilla. Yeah, and there's like whatever that like... Uh, leather the fruity yeah leather uh the like that wine smell yeah whatever i don't i'm not good enough on no yeah but that's give a, you that. exactly what you're saying you know again i smell like a port or a cabernet in here so i don't know if yeah they... it's definitely like a red wine yeah. smell um but yeah it's in candy candied peach candy corn <laughs> Let me go throw up real quick. Uh, candied 
peach, I think. Yeah, the there's a peach smell here. Ah, oh, I don't know. I'm I'm enjoying this. I haven't tasted it, but I'm excited. Well, you can start tasting. I'm still trying to find this. I'm not seeing barrel 200 on their website. Very smooth. Yeah. This is smooth as hell. It's um it's very 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 well rounded. Oh yeah. Um Yeah, you wow. don't get uh like from start to finish. It's like a very smooth rolling of flavors. Yes. You get like yes. uh I'm getting like a little bit of like cherry coke on the finish. Cherry and, coke. Um, definitely yes. some like uh, hard oak um vanilla um vanilla for sure oak for sure i mean this this is oaky yeah there's there's not the pepper note that the the other one had um there's some sort of you know the this one's eight percent rye so that that's kind of in line with losing that note um but there's a little bit of spice on my tongue and i don't know if it's because of the alcohol or the rye uh, but you're right. Much, it's eight percent right. Yeah. So you're right. Yeah. It's probably just like lingering alcohol on the tongue. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not bad. I mean, that, I love that that aftertaste. It's a very nice, very nice pour. This is complex and balanced, like me. Look at me on YouTube. I'm complex and balanced, except yeah. for all my balance is in the middle. <laughs> it's got the center of gravity. It's the center of gravity. This is kind of cool. Your bottle is 107. There, this barrel came out with 114 bottles. So you're oh, on no the, sort of the last oh, off nice. the line. Um, what they're saying is on the nose, baked peach, dried strawberry, vanilla toffee, cocoa butter, and pleasant oak spice. Okay. Um, has a rich underbelly of caramel toffee and vanilla. What the hell does that even mean? I have an underbelly. Have you seen me on YouTube? <laughs> <laughs> I think we all, we all have underbellies. Um, I'm enjoying this whiskey a lot. I like it. I really am. This would be really good with a cigar this would be okay i'm gonna have one up that one this would be good with a steak and then a cigar yeah i'm gonna one down this i'm not a big fan really what yeah oh my god why do we even have this guy in the podcast (laughs) where's generate i i I prefer the bottle and bond actually to this really what Hmm. yeah interesting wait wait tell me more because i'm really perplexed I don't like the the cherry finish on it. Ooh, I like that. I, I'm not. Yeah, I like that. I'm not a big fan of that. Okay. I was. I I think, and part of it's probably just because of a mental psych myself up. I thought I was gonna get some really strong oak tones out of this. Mm. I'm not getting it. Um, to it's almost has like it. It's got like the same like uh, I it, like a dry red wine almost. Like very heavy tannin. I can smell that, but I actually like yeah. it. I'm not I'm not a big fan of that. Interesting. Because um, it's I just it just stays on the tongue and just the tannins just kinda stay right there. Yeah. Oh like I I love a whiskey that like sits there and hangs yeah. out for a long time. I, like I do too. too, but I don't like the dry the dryness of it. Uh, um, see, it's that's not probably too dry just... for me. I mean, I, there's there's red wine for sure, like a taste of red wine of some sort. Yeah, but it's not like too dry for me. I mean, it's it's, it's pretty mild it's to mild. me. Yeah. Um, for it, maybe for I'm just a, more sensitive. But for a 16 year old whiskey, this doesn't taste like it was soaked in like dirt 
you know, exactly. and like that kind of like right. very earthy kind of. No, it right. doesn't taste. have that feel at all to it. Um, I think the oak definitely comes through, but I don't think it's. It's not overpowering. Yeah, it's not as overpowering as you would think for a sixteen year. I completely agree. I that's I think that's why when I say that it's well balanced, that's exactly what I mean. You know, it's not too spicy, too oaky, too fruity. It's it's got, in my opinion, a really nice balance of fruit and in oak and vanilla. In alcohol, even I think the alcohol mm-hmm. content's right on. Like I would spend a what is it, one hundred twenty, one hundred thirty? Yeah, I would spend that on this bottle for sure. Like I'm gonna go get one. I mean the the um that lingering cherry coke finish for mm-hmm. me is like the highlight. I like that too. Like, I love that. Cherry I love flavor. it. Yeah, but like if that's not your type of thing, yeah, yeah, I can understand that. And this probably doesn't shine as 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 it's highly you agreed. know it's an older whiskey um now if i'm gonna compare this to another old whiskey that we've had on the podcast would be elijah 18 yeah hands down give me any of the day of the week elijah 18 now i get it's harder to find than this. right um we mentioned it earlier as well for a 10 year old i would take mckenna 10 at 70 dollars, almost half the price of this over this that's fair I think, um, yeah. It, it's a completely different style of whiskey. I just, I, I'm not a big fan of the, I'm not sure if it's tannins or what, I'm not a wine person. Um, but that dryness that I get on the tongue, I'm not a big fan of that. And I'm not a huge fan of the cherry on the dry, back end. You know, I don't get a little, maybe, I don't know, I don't get a no, little dryness uh, on the tongue. I do a little bit. I know exactly what you're talking about. But I wonder if uh, this is, if this is actually distilled by Dickel. I wonder if the charcoal filter is what's bugging you. That could be it, because I'm not a big fan of that process. <clears throat> yeah. I think that's... I love that process. I think but, it gives it a really nice... Oh, well, yeah. That, I guess it would be charcoal filtered. Yeah. Um, Tennessee whiskey. Yeah. yeah. It's. I mean, I'm trying to think of some other age stuff that we've had on here. I like the complexity a lot. And some other age stuff that's aged more than 10 years Um, that I'd prefer... That you prefer more than ten? Yeah, I'm trying to think of some other twelve. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's hands down. But, <laughs> um, yeah. Again, thank you for that bottle. Did you open it? Yeah, I've had the Weller twelve open for a while. For a while, I didn't yeah. know that. Nice. It's one of my all-time favorite whiskeys. Is Weller twelve? Yeah. I prefer it's over good, yeah. Pappy ten. I do as well. Hands down. But it's no Peppy 12. But it's no, no it's no Peppy 12. There's not much better than according Peppy 12. To, according to Dan. <laughs> Am I wrong? No. Well, yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> exactly. Don't get me wrong. But there's better whiskeys than Peppy 12 that are not at you know, $2,000 or whatever. Yeah. In my opinion. Well, like what? Better whiskeys than Peppy 12? EHT Rye. Oh, that's, that's <laughs> up there, man. I think... I think that's great. I, you know, I think I prefer an Elmer T. Lee than a Papi 12. Yeah. I prefer... EHT single barrel. Oh, shit. Yes. There's there's better Papi... I mean, whiskeys in Papi 12 that are not a 1,000. Although EHT single barrel is probably giving it a run for its money. If you can find it. That's... Yeah. I have one. Three-something is what they're I got aftermarket. Mine. I got mine for 175 which is still high for a... Seventy dollar. Would you get it from Sam? No, the guy that overcharges for everything. Are you serious? But except for that barrel or that bottle, wow. apparently. Yeah, seventy five. That's a good deal, man. Yeah, it's not bad. But Pappy Twelve is 
definitely something special for sure. Yeah. 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 I said so it's it's not bad. It's just not. I think we've had I, I've I've had much better since we've been doing this. Um. Well, yeah. I mean, I've I've got better whiskeys than this. No, sure. like like on the podcast, I think. <clears throat> Oh, yeah, because we did March Dramness, and there were some pretty solid shit <laughs> Some out bangers there. in March yeah, Dramness. No yeah. <laughs> I'm the only one that's like, hey, I'm going to put whiskeys you can find on a shelf. And then you guys are like, I'm going to put two unicorn bottles in. I thought we were trying to win. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Mine won. Tilly and, well, who, who brought Yeah, you're, you're right. You're, you won with Elmer Tilly. No, I won with you brought Elmer. Who brought Elmer? I don't know. I did. You did? Okay. Yeah. And I brought uh, Reserve, which was a finalist. Yeah. Yeah. And Blanton's, which was a final four. Exactly. Yeah. And I got them both right for the finalists. I think you picked everything right. Everything. I won, won through. I won the whole thing. Yeah. Well, neither of Dan's made it to the second round. <laughs> yeah. No. yeah. Well, go figure. I'm not putting a hand. I'm not. St. Cloud got eliminated in round one. <laughs> yeah. And the one we talked shit about was Elijah 94, <laughs> yeah. which we all said is one of our top favorite final whiskeys. <laughs> and then we all just sat and talked shit about it for about 10 minutes. <laughs> Because we, well, we're that's so, the problem with freaking blind taste. When it's big brother is in, you know, it's hard to. Yeah, yeah, you, you gotta. They were different sides of the bracket, so we would have done the. Well, I guess technically the first round we all did in one day. Yeah, you yep. gotta hang with the big guns, man. Yeah, yeah. All right. Hey, nothing wrong with Elijah ninety four. It's it's a good whiskey. Yeah, ready to wrap this up. Wow, that's it. It's been an hour. Wow, almost. Look at this. We've been enjoying this so much that we had a good time for an hour, and I really enjoy these two whiskeys. Yeah, these are solid. I mean, the sixteen more than the other, than the bottle and bond. But you know, I'm again, like we said, if I'm with friends, I wouldn't be afraid to open the VIB. And if I was going for th- uh, something special, I would definitely open the sixteen. Yeah. Cool. All right, you want to hit us with the socials. The socials are on Instagram. It keeps following. I haven't checked the followers on Instagram. I think it was like 350 or, or 340. Is it more? Is it increasing? Nice. Yeah, I've been busy. I've been out of pocket for a little while. Uh, Bourbon <laughs> Matters on Instagram has been good. Must be nice to be the talent to just float in and out. They just fly you to D.C. like once every other week. It should be Bourbon Matters with special guest Roberto PDL. Featuring. I think in Roberto's world, it would be Bourbon Matters with, or Bourbon Matters featuring, featuring Roberto with Dan and Jake. <laughs> yeah. Like small letters in the bottom yeah. with Dan and Jake. Like it would be the equivalent of the band at a Tonight Show or something. If, if, <laughs> if it was on a marquee, they probably wouldn't even put Jake like and Dan you guys on would open. Yeah. You guys would open for me, and then I'd come out through the doors. And like, oh, okay, I'm here. Uh, but anyway, Bourbon Matters. So sounds like the following is increasing. That's very nice. Yeah. Um, we, uh, we have some good content, photos. We engage with other accounts with whiskey distilleries and we actually get good engagement from distilleries themselves these days which is yeah. really nice yeah they, it's, it's they, nice uh you know we appreciate everything that everybody sends our way and yes you know yeah the comments you. that people leave so keep it up keep it up and you know shout out to generate who handles our socials yeah uh facebook is the same thing bourbon matters and then bourbon matters podcast.com which by the way got really good compliments today from a couple of people from work Nice. Who Googled it and found it and was like, this is your website? I'm like, yeah. He's like, wow, you're the talent. I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and now <laughs> we now have the YouTube videos up on there as well, too. Since I have nothing else better to do with my day, I'm like, let's put our YouTube video. Let's get a, get a video page. How do you page. get Wi-Fi on 94 in Milwaukee? Oh. 
that's, that's a, you, he goes to the library. Well, I guess. No, you, you, you don't want to know how you get the <laughs> internet. That's fine. Well, I was going to say, Lori Lightfoot actually gave everybody free Wi-Fi or something at some point. So. <laughs> but um, no, no, we now have a, a page on there that has the videos, and the YouTube videos are, are right yeah. there. Um, so you can watch the YouTube videos on our website now. Yes, please yep. watch them because we want, one, money, two, gifts. Uh, whatever we can get from a large following on Instagram or YouTube, we want it. Yeah, we want to get we've sponsored. got we've got like five dollars, so we do. I've, I mean, no, we have somebody frame them. <laughs> we should frame yeah. those five dollars. Actually, we have no money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that's it. Yeah, we're, and, and then there's there's the podcasts. Yeah, so you can find us on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and now YouTube. Um, like, subscribe, get into the, hit the notification bell on YouTube. Um, from what I understand, it helps us out in all the different That's what they say. algorithms and all that crap. Um, yeah. I know a lot about those because I'm a mathematician. Yeah. I am a NASA engineer. <laughs> hey, you know, we're wrapping this up. We didn't talk about your trip to uh, Jack Daniels. What the hell? No, uh, didn't we? No, oh, we did You it. said you were there. I, yeah, I said we should I was talk there. About that. We have five more minutes. It's, it's cool. Yeah? Yeah. Is it worth it? Yeah, it's definitely worth going. Um, okay. You know, they take you through... <clears throat> You go through the Welcome Center, which has some cool, like, exhibits. They have, like, all the bottles that they've ever used. Like, oh, all wow. the different bottle styles. Like, even the one medicine display. ones? <clears throat> That's awesome. Yeah. There's even, like, jugs oh, shit. from uh, the White Rabbit Saloon that Jack actually opened in oh, town. Oh, shit. Um, so, yeah, it, it's cool. Um, so, then they take you down. Uh, they drive you to a stop, and you get off, and you walk down. You get to see where they make their own charcoal every day. Uh, they put these big racks of of it wood. Oak? It's um, I think it's maple. Oh, okay, that makes sense. It's maple. Um, so they burn the the maple and uh, they actually ignite it with the white whiskey oh, that wow. they distill. That they they're tossing. Oh, the heads and the tails or something. Yeah, the oh, heads wow. and tails nice. actually is their accelerant. Um. Damn. Then uh, you walk down. They show you the the actual spring where all the water comes from, which is really mm-hmm. cool. And there's a statue of Jack there in bronze, um, so you can take a picture with Jack. Um, they take you through fermentation and bottling and distilling, so you get to see the whole thing. Uh, it's pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. Then uh, we did the um, Angel Share tour, where you taste the higher end offerings <clears throat> okay so like we tried uh master distillers select um which is pretty good uh then we tried the sinatra which is great it's really good damn that's um, really good. the sinatra they actually take the barrel staves and they like cut the barrel staves so that you get like way more surface area that's kind of like what twin oh, oak yeah. jefferson twin oak does that same right. thing yeah yeah so the the oak flavor on it mm-hmm. is definitely noticeable oh, um wow. and then uh we tried the single barrel the single barrel barrel proof and the single barrel rye yeah um i the single barrel barrel proof is probably my favorite um it's really good damn um, do they sell it i mean is that on the shelves or every once in a while you can find yeah. it on the shelf mm-hmm. um Interesting. Yeah, you got to keep an eye out. Hopefully, they didn't 
give you to try some Jack Apple or Jack no, Fire. Not in that one. Some of that shit. I think in the the base tour, Are you, you try you try one of them. It's probably Jack Honey. Oh, which uh, the Jack the, Honey's not that okay. bad, yeah, actually. Yeah. Okay. But Apple and um, Fire, I would be like, I'm, yeah, I'm out. Thanks. Yeah, so it's definitely worth going to. Nice. Um, if you want to make tour. the, the you're in like Nashville or something. It's probably like hour and a half away, yeah, something like that. So it's worth doing a little day trip there. It's a good drive. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Well, good. Very cool. Sounds fun. Yes. <laughs> Dan is good input. Dan has a lot of really good. His contributions to the podcast are priceless, man. <laughs> Yeah. That is great. Yeah. That sounds fun. That's great. awesome. All right. So the podcast, <laughs> just again, that's YouTube. YouTube, Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher. Nice. All right. Well, we don't have the bourbon picked out on the schedule for next week, so that's our next task. I thought we were doing Mellow Corn. I, I think oh, yeah. we should. Let's let's just call it Mellow Corn yeah, next time. Mellow Corn right. next week? Mellow Corn next week. All right. I'm in. Cool. We're going to go I'll from a $140 bottle to a $3 $14. bottle. $14. <laughs> the best $14 you'll ever spend. We'll talk that's, about that. That's with inflation. <laughs> that's with the, it's usually like seven. That's with, yeah, exactly. <laughs> awesome. So we'll take it a little turn next week and go something really, really cheap and findable. Yeah. And um, good. Cheap and neon yellow. So And neon yellow. And neon nuclear. You'll be yellow. able to see it in all its glory I, in I, 4K I, video on yeah. YouTube. I think they call it Chernobyl Brown. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like the opening from The Simpsons with the rod. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. what it looks like. Awesome. All right, guys. All right. All right. All right. Well, cheers. Cheers.